the Jay and Barry Boxing Podcast here in the Rambling Gay Man Studios. I am your host, Whiskey Jay, the cult leader himself, the man of many monikers. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Teofimo Lopez, is he delusional? George Cambrosos, David Haney, signed, sealed, and delivered Melbourne, Australia. We'll talk about that and many other boxing news, boxing topic, boxing everything. But ladies and gentlemen, you guys know I'm doing this by myself. I do have my co-host. He's fresh. He didn't work today. So he's well fresh, unlike me, who's tired as fuck. He's the one and only Beery in the motherfucking house. Beery. What up, man? What yeah. up, what up? What's going on, bro? Good, good, man. Very good. I'm a little tired. Yeah. I'm a little tired. You're a little tired? You're a little tired, huh? Yeah. Well, I'm energized, man. Because like you said, I didn't work today. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> so I've been busy. Yes, I've been, yes, yes, you have. Today was, today I was busy. Today I was busy. Yeah, yeah. Today I've been busy. Uh, I had a. I went to a. I went to go meet up Penny, and uh, uh, I'm not gonna announce it right now. I got some stuff lined up. No, no, not yet. Of I course. got some yeah. stuff lined up, and uh, I gotta wait for it to literally for the ink to dry before I announce anything. But something big's coming to the Net Rambling Network and the YouTube Rambling mm-hmm. Network. So give you guys a heads up on that. Give you guys a little teaser on that. Right. So I had a little meeting with Penny at a little place south in a. Was it South or Southgate or Lynn? I don't know. It's the same shit. Yeah, a little ceviche <laughs> spot. So I just chilled out with him today. Oh, nice. Okay, I'm glad. He's, I'm pretty sure he's doing good, right? But yeah. other than that, I mean, uh-huh. been busy. Yeah, you know, trying to work back. You know, trying to get back into good fighting shape. You never mm-hmm. know who's gonna call me out uh, and fight. That's very true. You know, Jake Paul might find me as a a, po- a podcaster with many talents. Right. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to get that summer body going. Um, right. You know, I'm going to Vegas in a couple of weeks, yeah. so I want to at least fight somebody too. Fight man. I might, I might fight a motherfucker too in Vegas. Who knows? Right. Yeah. Never know. Yeah. <laughs> so now I've been just getting in shape, working out again, yeah. again, again. So right after this, I gotta work out. Okay. I can't break the routine. So after this, I work out. So after I this, get you. I, yeah. So after we're done here, yeah. I, I go get out and I <laughs> get out and I start working out. All right then. All right, all right, all right. So what's up with you? Good, very good, very good, man. You know, working from home and uh, yeah, I didn't work today. So you know, today I was like, I since I'm not working, I go. I've been meaning to walk at the park leg leg, so I said fuck and I went. So I decided to go to bump in the JoJo. I was ho- I was I was hoping, but no. <laughs> After that awkward photo, I don't even think he wants to bump into you. He's probably like, I'm not I'm not running there. I'm not running over there. I'm never going there again. <laughs> but uh, I went over there. It was it was great, you know. Fuck my memories. Be like fuck, this is where I started. I said so. It was great. Not bad, not bad. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. So, ladies, you guys hear a dog in the background? It's not my dog. Yeah, it's, right. I think it's a neighbor dog, and we have the door open today. Yeah, we have the door open today. Yeah, so, yep. once again, the door is open. All right. Sorry about that. All right, B Ray. So, last week, people liked the fact that you were running the the topics that you had. Uh-huh, really? Yeah, people liked it. Huh? People, huh. people liked it. So, 
I decided, now that I said it, you actually took it upon yourself. <laughs> You're running the topics this week again. Yes, I am. Oh, wow. Awesome. All right, then. One, because my phone's about to die. Yeah, that's, that's actually why people... <laughs> that's actually why my phone's about to Which die. Is fine. So hit me with your topics. All right. Let's get this one out of the way, I guess, because oh, let's start off with these uh, talks, rumors going around, right? Apparently, Danny Garcia is, is an option for Kell Brook's next fight. So that's going around right now. That that might be the next fight for Kell Brook and for Danny Garcia. Um, so far, I guess I haven't decided really what weight, at either 147 or 154. Somebody tells me maybe 154 because Danny Garcia did say he wanted to move up to 154. And I don't think Kell can make 150, 147. And there we go, right? And Kell Brook can't really can't make 147. He was able to in the last two fights, no? No. Well, was it a catch weight then? It's a catch weight. It was, one, I it was, it was 147. It was 148, 149. There we go. Okay. Well, it was kind of close enough, but I get you. All right, then. Yeah. So you can make 147, so I'm assuming 154, but so far, those are the talks, which <clears throat> I want to know what's your take. What do you think about it? I kind of like it. Not bad. That's, that's what I'm going to say so far. Not bad if that fight gets made. I would not much hate on it. So not bad fight for both fighters. I think it's a good fight for both guys. I think it's a good fight for Kel Brook. Yeah. Um. They both have a common opponent, which is Amir Khan. Yeah, of course. Uh -huh. uh, of course, Kell Brook fought Khan literally the tw not even the twilight at the end of his career. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Danny Garcia fought him basically. Khan fought Khan at the power of his like literally high at his uh, peak. Yeah, and they both had almost uh, great outcomes, except like I said, one had it on his in his prime, the other one had him in his the at the end. Uh, for Danny Garcia, I think it's a good fight. For 154 to make a splash, um, mm -hmm. yeah. like you just said, Kell Brook has fought at least a couple times at, uh, at below that. But primarily, if you look at his record, he's fought a good three, four fights at super welterweight. Yeah, he has. Kell Brook would be considered, on paper, the bigger man. Yep. I think it's a good fight for him, uh, especially for Danny Garcia, who's moving up. Pretty good matchup. I it's would a good say. matchup. Good it's, it's, I think it's a really good matchup. Mm -hmm. Um. Especially for Kell Brook, if he's trying, if especially if he's flying high off this win, right, trying to revive his career again. If he goes and beats Danny Garcia, yep. that's a bigger fuck you to Amir Khan. Yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a bigger fuck you to Amir Khan. Well, apparently, they're saying he's coming back. Apparently, Amir Khan. I don't know what sanctioning body is in a. I don't know. Is in a, is in a sanction to his fights after a performance like that. You can tell he's a shot fighter. He doesn't he have is. what he takes anymore. Not really. But for Kell Brook. We said it uh, on his la the last time we spoke about him. He need the the next fights have to be big, and there's they no other to. big fight than Danny Garcia. True, you know he's a he's a fan friendly a fan friendly fighter. Yes, he is. Your networks like him, and um, I think the fight. If anything happens, the fights out here instead of happening over there. Yeah, and so that's a big. It's another big money fight. Probably that's Brooklyn. a that that's a showtime that's a showtime with a championship boxing it, card. Yeah, that's a, a Saturday night Fox event. It, it's a it's a it's a high profile fight yeah. for Kell Brook. Something tells me pay per view. But uh, they, they I, I mean Bless you. they might, I hope of course they put it on you know on the uh, Showtime Network. I don't right? think it's a pay per view fight. I don't think how I, I, I didn't even think uh, Keith Thurman versus Barrio was a pay per view, but they fucking did it. So that's why I'm saying that right now that they might fucking do that. I hope not. I don't think so. I think Showtime probably has the budget to keep both these guys. Yeah, I agree. You know, I think they have the budget enough to to have would, the, both of these men. I would think so, too. And if it's a pay-per-view, you got to stack it up. You, yes, you got to. It's got to be a stack. You got to stack it up. 
But uh, yeah, I'm I'm actually I'm okay with that. That's something I would love to see next for both fighters, really. I think for Danny Garcia to move up to 154, great yeah. fight. For yeah. for Kell Brook to continue this momentum, good yeah. fight. Yeah, good fight. I think so too. I think uh, Danny's beatable if you if you uh, if you dictate the right game plan on him. Yeah, and Kell Brook is vulnerable enough to make the fight interesting. Yeah. So it's it's a cat it's a catch for both of these guys. It actually really is. To it me, really is. To me, it's a catch for both these guys. Yeah. I mean, also, too, I mean, it's a pretty good story, too. I mean, you got you have Danny Garcia, who hasn't fought since December of 2020, I believe. December 2020 against Earl Spence. I could be wrong. Yeah, 2020, really. So he hasn't really fought since. So I, I think there's a pretty good, decent comeback for Danny Garcia. Not a bad fighter. Not a bad I, fight I, at all. I think, it's, I think it's a good fight. I think so, too. What's your so name? Too. Um, you know, I know I was the last week, I believe, the last couple of weeks, right, especially last week, that they've been talk, saying that, oh, Ulsic is coming back, but then I forgot somebody in his camp saying, so I'm fucking lying. Uh, Iguez Camaleras, <laughs> which is the manager. He's like, shut the fuck up. You don't know shit. Well, apparently he did know shit. Apparently no shit. Because <laughs> apparently this came from the horse's mouth, uh, apparently. Usyk has announced, he did say yes, he is coming back for the fight, the rematch against Anthony Joshua. So apparently on, this is, I believe, this is Instagram. So Usyk said, um, you know, of course, it was translated in English. He says, I decided to start preparing for a rematch with Anthony Joshua. A large amount of my friends supported me, support me, all the rest of the good, and peace. Thank God for everything. So apparently, it's it's now this is true then. Came from Usyk, and I believe there is a video of him, you know, and again, I mean, I, I, mean, I can't uh, translate it, but the, the translator said that, yeah, he is coming back for this fight. He's, he's going to come back and prepare for the rematch. So, of course, they're not mentioning any dates because I'm pretty sure, you know, he wants to come back, you know, get his shit back, get his rhythm. And I'm assuming that, that that's still being talked about, the negotiation. The negotiation. So, obviously, we're heading into the spring, so this this fight might happen in the summer. This rematch might happen in the summer. Well, you know, I, uh, I'm i sorry. Yeah, no. I um I heard the Klitschko brothers saying, no, go, I think they should fight. Yeah. Because then that puts more light into what's going on here in the Ukraine. I agree. You know, they be, they become our voices out there. You know, even though we're not, you know, I don't hear as much going on out there as, yeah. as I did in the beginning. But I think they would be the ambassadors of the Ukraine. You know, what better way to go out there and show the dominance of the Ukraine by defeating, by winning your respective fights. Yeah. I totally so, agree. I, I just found it funny that Igis Calabaleras, I think that's his name. I believe that's his name too, yeah. Total asshole. <laughs> He seemed like it. I, don't, I just don't like him. I think he's an asshole. I don't. I've never met the man, but in the interviews I've seen and and I've read, he's an asshole. Yeah, I get it. You wanted to make it a surprise. Yeah, but do you know you live in 2022? <laughs> like that's the that's the shtick now. Apparently, do sadly. you know that you? It's hard to keep a secret out it, here it nowadays. Is hard, yes, like you it know is. that, right? Like you know you're in 2022, right? This, right. This is them back in the day when like. You know, like when reporters would leak this out, the promoter was like, who, who leaked it? Who leaked it? Because it was top secret. Top secret, yeah. But nowadays, man, come on. Everything's on social media, man. It is. It's hard to keep a secret. I bet you the shit that I took early in the morning, everyone knows what I did already. <laughs> it's no secret what I do in my bathroom. Stop, stop trying to... I, I, to me, this is old media. This is, a, this is an old school mentality of like, oh, you know... It was just a, like nothing's a surprise anymore, bro. No, not really. Sadly, not really. Nothing's no. a surprise anymore. No. And uh, you know, fucking uh, was it with the, the carpenter? 
Yeah, Mike so Coppinger. Mike Coppinger reported it. He did his job. He did his job. That's his job. He found someone. He found a stool pigeon. Yeah. <laughs> he found somebody to somebody. to give the info up. Yeah. What, what was Mike Coppinger supposed to do? Hold on to it? Basically. <laughs> He's reporting. He's a reporter. Let him report. No, and, and instead you look like a you look like a bigger asshole by telling you shut your fucking mouth if you know it's good for you. Why? I'm reporting by a, by a credible source that someone is telling me that he is coming back. What did he say? Stay away from my fighters. That's what he said. Yeah, stay, stay away from my fighters. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Fuck, are you gonna do? <laughs> like, 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 let's be honest. You know, I, I fighters nowadays use social media to promote themselves. Yeah, you know. Bet Steve Copper was Mike Copper himself coming to Steve. Steve, I don't, Mike, know, why. I don't know why Steve Copper. <laughs> Steve Copper's brother told me that Mike now, Mike Coppinger is one of the is one of the new school reporters that if he has a credible source, he's gonna fucking report. He's not gonna yeah. hold on to it. Yep. He's not Dan Redfield. Dan Redfield would have held on to it out of respect out of out of the guy because he don't want to piss him off. Yeah, but you still need a reporter to report your shit. Exactly. You know. Yeah, you have social media, but social media can only take you so far. You need guys like Mike Coppinger reporting your yep. shit. Yep. So the worst that's going to happen to Mike Coppinger, the worst that's going to happen is every time a a Igas Caballero fighter is fighting, they're not going to fucking give Mike Coppinger an exclusive. <laughs> but that's right. but for Mike Coppinger, that's probably a challenge. Okay, I'll find that. I'll find something. Yeah. Uh, yep. That's all that's going to be to it. That's very true. But again, like you said, we live in this we live in this era, this age where exactly it's very hard to keep shit secret nowadays, and it sucks. I I, I kind of get his anger, but it, that's just where we live in now. It seems like now, sadly, you gotta try even fucking harder to keep this a secret. Yeah, you do because yeah, it, it, shit just get leaked out already now, and it's what sucks. We'll see, that's a, we'll see what happens now. But yeah, I, I'm I'm actually kind of I'm pretty much happy to hear that. All right, the rematch is gonna happen, fucking nice. So let's make it happen, really. All right, next up. All right, man. So I, I, I guess another part of the rumors going around talks. So Danny Danny Jacobs might take on Jaime Munguia very soon. I heard that rumor. That's a, another rumor that's going around. So apparently, right, Munguia's co-promoters, Golden One Promotions, and Zanfer Boxing are in reportedly in negotiations with Jacobs, you know, promoter Eddie Hearn, you know, of Matchroom Boxing, of course, his manager, Keith Connolly, regarding about it. So they're saying that this fight... Sees Mungia. Sorry about that. This thing just came out of nowhere. What the fuck? Mungia. So is this five says Mungia who take on Jacobs and a catchweight? Can you fucking believe that? Catchweight that will be reportedly take place a few pounds above 160 pounds, the middleweight fucking limit. Probably talking over here. I believe I overheard 164. That's probably what they're I, looking I, for. I've heard of that too. Something like that, right? Exactly. So the W, you know, former WBO, you know, super welterweight champion Mungia was last in action, of course, last February. You know. When he beat uh, what his name Demetrius Ballard, Ballard, yeah, TKO, TKO win really, so that's the rumor that's going around right now. I okay, so first of all, so, so one sixty four makes sense because you're asking Mugia to move up four pounds and you're asking Danny to Jacobs to lose four to pounds. lose four pounds. So I think that I think that's a, that's a fair catch weight. Exactly, that's fair. Okay. okay, so you fucking telling me that they dropped the Charlo fight for possibly this. I would love to sit in the conference room and, and be next to the guy that said, nah, 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 nah. We don't, we don't need Charlo. We should fight Danny Jacobs. Fucking hey, really? Hey, but they're offering pay-per-view, man. Pay-per-view! Yeah, we're going to make a lot of money, man. Nah, nah, nah. Danny Jacobs. That's the fight. Well, we beat Danny Jacobs, 
we're the A side. We could dictate the fight now. <laughs> and then every moron in the room was probably like, "Yeah, you're right." <laughs> but to me, whoever, to whoever, whoever the matchmaker was, that goes, "We should, we should pit Jaime Munguia." You know, yes, former world champion, former yeah. 154 pound champion, Jaime Munguia, against former two time middleweight champion of the world, Danny the Miracle Man Jacobs. Yeah. Now. I would love to have sat there and someone to explain to me why they turned down a Charlo fight. Exactly why. <laughs> to fight Danny Jacobs. Because as many people are probably going, well, what are you talking about? That's a good fight. Yo, it is. It is. It is. But, but you're risking the chance of him losing. Exactly. Now, if, now, I get it. Boxing is about competitiveness and fighting the best. Danny Jacobs hasn't looked good in the last three fucking fights. No, yeah, not he not lost actually. his last fight. Yeah. Now... He didn't lose badly. No, not so badly. He got out-hustled. When I think of Jaime Munguia, I don't think of out-hustled. Uh-huh. You're going against a two, three-time gold New York Golden Gloves champion and an Olympic alternate like Danny Jacobs. And again, a former world champ, two-time middleweight champion of the world. Yeah. This man went the distance with Triple G and Canelo in competitive fights. Yep. And you're going to pit Jaime Munguia, who, let's be honest, is still a little green, still a little green, and say, no, nah, we don't need the Charlo fight. We don't need Charlo. Let's put him against Danny Jacobs. Look, first of all, Danny Jacobs didn't look like he was even entertaining the last fight. He looked like he was trying to take a walk in the park, and he fought against a guy who didn't, didn't get the note, didn't get the memo going, hey, let's take it easy tonight. No, he was like, fuck no, I'm going to take the fight to you. So, this could go two ways. Either Munguia wins and he looks spectacular beating up a former world champ, which I'm assuming yeah. Golden Boy and Sam for promotions, or Saunders, whatever promotions, yes. <laughs> is fucking going to, is hoping and crossing the figures for. I think they are. Or, this becomes a blowout fight where Jaime Munguia gets exposed in front of the DAZN audience. And then, there goes the Charlo fight. Yep. Because that's, to me, when I heard they're going to fight Charlo, and I go, you're telling me you guys gave up pay-per-view money. Yep. Guaranteed showtime pay-per-view money for this. Yep. You're telling me. Because as much as you're like, uh, and this is what kind of pisses me off about the casual fans. They, you can tell. Just let's just be honest. You guys are just haters. Oh, you know, th- these are the same people that said, Canelo's a free agent. He can go wherever the fuck he wants to go. But then signs a three-fight deal with the zone <laughs> that locks him down. So he's no longer a free agent. He's no longer a free agent. Even though PBC offered him a two-fight deal yeah. for $100 million. Oh, no. They're trying to tie him down. Canelo's a free agent. He can do whatever he wants. But he just signed a three-fight deal. Mugia is a Golden Boy promote fighter. Yeah, he is. He is not a DAZN fighter. He is promoted by Golden Boy, and Golden Boy has has a DAZN, has a has a relationship, an open relationship with DAZN from according to Oscar De La Hoya. A open relationship, a open partnership with DAZN. Golden Boy prefers to put fights on DAZN. It's been... Exactly. It, okay? He is not a DAZN fighter, which means Mungia is open to go around and fight anybody. Exactly. Now, if this is such a big partnership, let's be honest, Charlo was the A-side. He's the champ. Yep. He's had a pay-per-view before. Mungia has him. If the zone is such, if the zone really wanted to be take part in this, and you guys had faith in your guy, why not do 
the Tyson Fury Deontay Wilder type contract. Uh, yeah. Let's fight on Showtime. Let's do a three fight deal, and you can opt out if you want. But three fight deal. Mm-hmm. If the fight's so good, let's do the rematch. If the fight is bad, you can opt out. Yep. But let's do it like this: first fight on Showtime. If Mugia wins, automatically we go to the zone, and the winner in the second fight dictates where the fight goes in the yep. third. To me, that showed that Del, Del Golden Boy had no faith in Mungia, so they didn't want to risk him losing in front of fucking a Showtime crowd. Yep. So then, instead of saying, hey, let's put Mungia against a soft touch, someone said, well, you know, Danny Jacobs has lost his last fight, and I think we need a name on the rebels because I think we're going to come back We're gonna come back and negotiate with Charlo, and we want at least want to come back with our dick in our hands. Not with- <laughs> At least we want to show up, you know. At least we want to show up, yeah. You know, with you know, with power. We don't want to show up here going, we got nothing. We want to show up going, hey, we beat Jacobs. We at least had a notable name. Who do you got? But they're they're playing roulette here. They really are. They're playing Russian roulette because Danny Jacobs don't slouch. He's not. Da- I, yes, I know he he didn't look that amazing, but not to the point where I still didn't go. Oh, he's a shot fighter. Nah, he, he can still be dangerous. So when I'm hearing, when I hear, hear about this, I go, I remember, I, and I told you yesterday, I go, I, I I'm kind of in between. Like I don't know, it, it's kind, it's kind of a good idea, but it's not. It can backfire in so many ways. In Mugia, so many ways, Mugia could win. Yeah, and move on and be like, dude, I, I beat the guy that, that Canelo and Triple G. I belong in this level. Yeah, I belong here. Especially if he wins by knockout. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he. Yeah. yeah. If he loses. <sighs> You put you put all your money on this for him to lose on the zone. So yep. you're telling me you gave up good money because let's be honest, he would have made better money on Showtime. He would have the, the zones offering. He would have. And most likely this and I'm assuming again, I'm assuming that the rumor is that they're gonna fight. I I doubt the article says this, but I doubt this is gonna be on regular the zone. It's gonna be on the zone pay per view. It's oh not it's God. not just pay per view, it's the zone pay per view. <laughs> I bet you anything it'll be on the zone pay per view. Oh no. Bet. Bet. Wow. Bet. Uh, audience? Yeah. Fans? Bet me. Bet me that this fight's not going to get announced on the zone pay-per-view. Wow, man. Wow. Dude, you gave up pay-per-view money. Because let's be honest, they were going to fight on on June, right? Yeah, yeah, June. They're going to fight on it was June. It in June. Juneteenth. Yeah. A Mexican versus a black always is going to sell. It's always, yes. Especially, always sell. especially if you have a great if you have a great Mexican fan base like Munguia is starting to build. Yes. And he held this in Texas. This fight was going to help be held in Texas. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to suit to Houston, right? He's, yeah. he's from Charles from Houston. Munguia's Mexican. Juneteenth, Black versus the Mexican. Mm-hmm. Dude, you got yeah. this. This pay per view would have done a good three, four hundred thousand buys. Yeah, I would say so too. Yeah. Good money. Good money for both fighters that mm-hmm. night. So you're telling me Golden Boy walked out of the table because they didn't want to work with the zone. So the zone, the zone's offer had to have been okay, cool. Give us a note. Give us a better opponent than uh, the last guy, and we'll put this on pay per view yeah. just to make up for the make up for the loss, because we know you guys lost money out of this Charlo deal. Uh, yeah, they did. So Danny they Jacobs did. is the most the only the only I'm sorry the only other fighter that could spark some type of interest. But the casual fans are gonna be Danny Jacobs. Oh, you mean the guy that fucking? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For the boxing fans, the uh, the uneducated boxing fans are gonna be like. <laughs> Wait, Jacobs? You mean the guy that lost? <laughs> you know, he lost his last fight. Yeah, he did. For the more educated fans, this is a this is a uh, 
a dicey dice, a dicey fucking move from the Golden Boy yeah. to put this fight yep. because it can backfire them or it can or it can literally make them. Yep. It's either make or break in this fight. Uh, yep. And I know I've been crying that that Mungia should step up in competition, and I was more for him fighting Charlo than Jacob. I me me too. Because it was too. for a belt, you're fighting someone again in your prime. You lose to Jacob. Jacob Jacob's time has come and gone already. Yeah. You lose to Jacobs. And if you lose enough, and if you lose badly, that's it for you, bro. There's no going back, Damn. back to the drawing board. And, my bad, the train. There's no going back to the drawing board and going. Oh, I'm gonna fight number thirty ranked fighters because I'm still young and I'm still building my career. Damn, really? Just to me, no. Fuck. All right. To me, no. Because there, I know people are like, well, well, Canelo lost when he was young. Yeah, but we knew that we we knew by watching Canelo that Canelo was a special talent. Yeah. We knew that watching him, dude, this guy's good. Yeah. We all said, no, he should have waited to fight Mayweather. They they threw him in there too young. Mm-hmm. They threw him in there too young. Yeah. They threw him in there too 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 young in there. For Mungia, I don't see special talent. <sighs> Shit. I'm sorry to say that. I don't see I don't see anything special in mm-hmm. Mungia. Mungia's a bruiser. Mungia's a bruiser. You milk him for what he can. What you don't do is you feed him to a veteran like Danny Jacobs, yeah. who at this moment, his time has come and gone. Yeah. You feed him and see if, if he lost to Charlo. Let me put this, let me put it this way. Yeah. If he loses, if he would have fought Charlo and he lost to Charlo, I would have been okay with that. Hey, he fucking dared to be great fighting yeah. another guy in his prime. Mm-hmm. It happens. It happens. This is the sport. I think they're both undefeated. I believe, yeah, right? this is the Look sport. At that. Look at that. Yeah, that, hey, this is the sport. It's exactly. Yeah, right. He loses to Danny Jacobs. Yeah. Where do you go from here, bro? <laughs> Where do you go from here? Like, we're watching the Teofimo fight. Yeah, we are. Teo lost to another undefeated fighter. If Teofimo would have lost to a name a name an older fighter, that technically, if he would have lost to a guy like Broner, like, bro, really? <laughs> Like Broner, oh, I, I, his time is come and gone, dude. Yeah, I get you. That 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 loss, it stains you for the rest. Yeah, that stains you for a while now. But if you want to, like the Cambrosa fight, he can bounce back off oh, this yeah, fight. He can easily bounce back. But if he loses to a veteran, like it's kind of, you kind of get exposed because technically you should be beating this guy. Yeah. At this stage, you should be beating this guy, because technically what you're looking at is the Golden Boy is setting up Danny Jacobs as basically a gatekeeper to break this yeah, guy through yeah, to yeah. the mainstream. True. Very true. A loss to Charlo would have been less impactful to his career. Losing to Jacobs is more impactful. Yeah. Because people are going to go, dude, if he couldn't beat Jacobs, if Jacobs coming off this loss, what can we do? Yeah. I, I, you know what? I Now I get, I get what you're saying you, now. You get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. So, yeah, you're right. You're totally, totally right. Sadly, they're not looking at it that way because you're right. With Charlo, they, there wasn't much really to lose. You're right. He lost. He can bounce back. Okay, cool. You're totally right. But yeah. I think... What you said that might be is what they're in their heads. They have a good name here. There's a good chance he will beat him, and then they, like you said, they'll come back with you know their you know with, you know, shall, you know whipping out their big fucking cock and be like, all right then, this is my offer now to you. Yeah. What this, this, this could be a mistake, really. Right. This could be actually the mistake, really. I guess it, it's it they're 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 playing roulette here because like yeah. I said, it could be a great it could be a great payoff. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. This could be a great payoff. He beats Jacobs. Yeah. He puts himself in the map there. He puts himself in the map by having a notable Mm -hmm. opponent, a former two-time middleweight champion of the world. Charlo doesn't have that. Mm -hmm. Any of the middleweights 
Besides Triple G, don't have that on the resume. True. Mungia wins. He has it on the resume. Very true. He becomes a uh, he becomes the money man and a major player in the division. Very so true. They're they're playing roulette here. Mm-hmm. It could backfire on them. So. Very true. And we're keeping still a bit of on I guess on the zone whatever match room. Um, I don't think we covered this really. This happened I guess some yeah it was sometime last week too. I mean. Eddie Hearn, you know, his quote about Demetrius Andre, right, especially with his next fight, he said that how can you have Jamal Charlo not fighting Caleb Plant or Charlo not fighting David Benavides or Benavides not fighting Plant? You're providing substandard fights that no one's interested in rather than making a fight that could, you know, invigorate boxing, he says. Invigorate. Invigorate. Mm-hmm. Invigorate. Invigorate, huh? Um... I believe him. That's an absolute shame, he goes. But it's an absolute shame is that you wasted Demetrius Andre's fucking three-year career fighting nobodies. Basically, it's true. So you shouldn't be claimed. You you shouldn't be saying shit because the zone had Canelo, Triple G, and Danny Jacobs. And Demetrius Andre got none of those guys. None right? of those guys. None, none of those. And Triple G signed to Matru. And you couldn't get that fight. Mungi, you couldn't even get the Mungia fight. So for you to say... That you you know it's a shame that we don't got plan versus Benavides or this and Charlo versus this guy or whatever, yeah. you know this could in, you know invigorate the division or boxing, bro. You literally sat here, not here in the show, but you sat on television talking about the zone is the platform where the best fight the best. Yeah, <laughs> it's, this is where the big boys play now. <laughs> you in, you instead instead of booking Demetrius Andre versus Canelo in Miami, you booked. Uh, Advil, Advil, the the one fight he fought in Miami where he knocked the guy out in five oh, rounds. Oh yeah, I, yeah, I get you. I think Advil, I think it was his name. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Dude, really? You yeah. booked you booked that fight? He booked that fight. Yeah. You're telling me Triple G's second fight was against Sergey Devichenko instead of Demetrius Andre? Mm-hmm. You're telling me Jaime Munguia fought Danny um, Gabriel instead of Demetrius Andre? Yep. Who did Demetrius Andre fight for the last three years? So for you to say it's a it's a shame, you know. Bro, you you wasted yeah. a great talent, Demetrius Andre, for three years. He really did. Instead of fighting the best. He really did. Now what? Now he has him fighting what? They're saying he's fighting another uh, uh, fighter uh, in another network? Yeah. He's fighting Zach Parker <clears throat> on May 21st. What network? Uh, they didn't say right here, but it says that they're fighting in the stadium and they're by UK. They didn't say much. So that's what happened. And like, and this is coming from right here, from the boxing voice. He goes, if we're going to have your fighter go to another network, at least let it be versus a big, you know, name. What the fuck? So to me, Ed Hearns should just shut his fucking mouth. Yeah, he really should, actually. It's a shame right here, yeah. He's a pretty, he's a pretty good fighter. I really want him to see, you know, guy, against, against guys. You can't, criticize one, Jacobs. You, you can't criticize one network and then go ahead and then waste another guy's fucking career. I agree. Like you did with Dimitri Sandra. I think it's uh, BT Sport. Dude, you could have had Dimitri Sandra versus Billy Joel Sanders. Yeah, which I think they they were scheduled, I believe, right? Yeah, and, I think, and then Sanders tested positive. Tested positive, yeah. You could have rescheduled the And fight. they never rescheduled it. Did that it? was a good, decent opponent, I felt like. I felt for Dimitri Sandra. Or uh, what was that one guy that Canelo fought um, to, be, to become the middleweight champ? Oh, the... Super middleweight champion? Paul Smith? No, not Smith. Uh, um, you're talking about... Caleb Smith. Caleb, there we go. I was no, Caleb, say, uh, Caleb Smith or Rocky Fielding? No, Rocky. Is it Caleb Smith? Caleb, Caleb Smith, then. Or Callum Smith. Ca- Callum, Callum, Callum. Callum, sorry. I'm sorry, yeah. Callum Could have had Smith. Callum Smith. Caleb, I believe, is the brother, yeah. Callum Smith, dude. Yeah. Could have fought Callum Could have fought him. 
Good about him. Do you see what I'm saying, right? I, I know, I know. You I can't what talking you're about that. You know, PBC is squandering these fights by not making them and giving you irrelevant fights. Where you just did that to Demetrius Andre for three fucking years. Like, get out of here, dude. Uh, exactly. All right, here we go to the next one. You know, so, oh, man, the next one, actually, this is uh, what we just, we did mention his name just a few minutes ago, Tifima Lopez. Uh, he was interviewed, and one of, his, one of the quotes, of course, people were, were talking about, where he goes, the whole thing was, it was, a, it was a shit. He goes, the whole shit was a scheme. They gave it to Cambroses. They paid that shit. <laughs> it's all game. And he also mentioned saying that it was just, it was a way to, you know, for an easy road for David Haney to become undisputed. I'm sorry. I disagree on that. That's not an easy road. Apparently, he's still hurt from that shit. <sighs> well, I know people are going, well, it's kind of funny that in the post-fight interview, he's talking about he won the fight. Everybody knows they won the fight. And now he's saying that he was set up. The zone set it all up. Yep. But the thing is, if this is the case, this fight's not even happening on the zone. No, exactly. It's, hap- <laughs> it's happening on the network you're fighting on now. Exactly. Um, exactly. So what the fuck, man? <laughs> I, I, I everybody, think, everybody, yeah. everybody takes, everyone takes their first loss differently. They do. I think for him, you gotta imagine this guy just beat Vasily Lomachenko. You know, people consider him the number one best fighter in the world. You beat him. Yeah. You beat him at on in your 16 pro fight. You did what no other fighter thought you could do is beat Vasily Lomachenko. And you beat him. You outfought him. You outthought him. You know, yeah, there were moments, you know, with this this whole uh, this train could have derailed, but you kept the course going. You won. Yeah. You know, sky's the limit for you. You know, you're on top of the world. You're on the cover of Ring magazine. You're on every. You're on Mike Tyson's Hot Box. You're on. Uh, you're on other shows. People are talking about you. You know, I even here I glorified him as maybe the you know the breakout star of, the, of right now this whole Four Horsemen thing. He's on top of the world, and you know you get your fight set up by this new network called Thriller. It derails. Yeah. You catch COVID. Whatever. You're still riding high. Whatever happened in his personal life is his own personal life. I'm not going to get into that. And then you. You fight, and you lose. Exactly. And whether or not he was fighting, you know, with a handicap, that's on him. It, yeah, it is. But I think the mental thing, this is the guy that's had mental issues. Yeah. This is the guy that said he needed to go see a sports uh, therapist. Yep. You know, this is the guy that's been open about mental issues. And you see it. You know? You know, and instead of ridiculing him, we should we should be asking ourselves what these guys put themselves through. In this type of fight, this this fight might have knocked a couple screws more loose than he already had. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, you lost in in New York, your hometown, you lost. To me, it's hard for him to accept it. I've never really been for especially in a, a fight like this. It's tough. I've never really been about asking the fighter tough questions. Or ask you the fight or anything. Be like, hey, man, good fight. Yeah. Not, hey, did you think you won? Well, obviously, you fucking saw he lost. <laughs> Why? They fucking uh, Joe Rogan and Chris, I don't know shit about boxing manics. They ask these fucking stupid questions. Hey, they do. Hey, you think you won the fight? Well, obviously, everyone here thought they lost. The question would have, if this was a close fight, closer than we all thought, then it'd be like, hey, you know what? We at ringside thought you, mm-hmm. one of us thought you won the fight. But all three of these cocksuckers thought he lost the fight. <laughs> you, am I right or am I wrong? No, no, no. Sergio Moore, Todd <laughs> Grisham, 
Chris fucking Mannix all said he lost the fight. <laughs> yeah. So the follow-up question is to him, do you think you won the fight? The guy just went on a 12-round war, yep. and you're going to ask that stupid question. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. I don't think he's fully accepted it. I don't think so I either. think No. I think the people with him are saying, yeah, man, they fucking robbed you, bro. They fucking robbed you. I think that's what it is. And I think he's feeding into it. Um, we'll see the physical uh, effects of this fight because you're seeing the mental breakdown of a young fighter. Yeah. We'll see what the physical is, and I'm hoping there is nothing. You know, I know they said he was fighting with a fucked up breathing problem. Yeah. Um, I know he had elbow surgery just recently. Yeah, he did. I right? hope he's getting better. Hope so. And instead of out here making fun of him or calling him crazy, calling him delusional, we should just not, I'm not saying support what he's saying, but be a little bit more respectful. This guy's having I think this guy has mental issues. I, I think so too. At the Bowman right now. Be these guys take shots to the head. They do. The human body's not meant to take no absorb punches to the head. No, they don't. These athletes put their bodies through a lot to entertain us. Yeah. The double, the decent thing we can do is respect them. Yeah, yep. And not ridicule them. You know, it's delusional. Like when I just said right now, you know, oh, I got set up, I got set up. It would have made sense if this fight landed on the zone. It didn't land it, on it, the it zone. It did not land. It was supposed to be on uh, on Triller, but. No, no, I'm talking about Cambosa's Haney. Oh, he, okay. The conspiracy is that he got set up. Like the, he yeah. won the fight, and that the zone and the zone made made sure he lost it. Yeah. So Cambosa would win. So the the path to undisputed would be easy. It would make sense if the fight landed on the zone, and it did not. Then I would be like, I'm not saying it's valid, but yeah. I can see your point. Yep. The the fights in fucking. <laughs> ESPN, yeah, exactly. Promoted by Top Rank, yep. and Lou DeBella. Uh, yep. Top Rank, your promoter, is promoting this fight. Yeah, yep, yep. Co-promoting this fight. Yep. So technically, shouldn't the sentence been "I was set up by my own promoter"? Yeah. By the zone, by everybody, they wanted the belt off my hands because they knew I was gonna dump it. Yep. That would have been more. That would have still sounded crazy, but not crazier than the theory he just yeah, came no, around. exactly. You know what I mean? No, 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 yeah. Or, or uh, you could have said, you know what, dude? I, I felt everybody was against me. Yeah. Everybody knew what I was gonna do, and I felt the move going into this fight. Everybody was against me, and they were gonna look to take the belt away from me no matter what because he knew I was gonna dump this shit. Yeah. That would have sounded okay. All right. Well, he's he's still a little bit sore. Right. <laughs> but you're not gonna sound that crazy though. Yeah. And I know I just said respect them and I don't like using the word crazy, but you sounded crazy. Yeah. But it would have been less crazier than than by saying, look, everybody was against me. They took the belt from me. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. But you know, again, social media has to make it blow into poor proportions. No, of course. And yeah. not and not realizing this kid is suffering through mental shit. He's expressed it. He's even said, I talked to a fucking sports therapist for fuck's sakes. Yeah. I remember he's you know he's still young, he's still young man. He's still I young know in I said I, I even I know I said dumb shit when I was young. I know that yeah we all did. You know I think we all did. You know we gotta stop holding these fuckers to a high. We, we first of all they're athletes. There we go. I think they're, we mentioned this before. They're not, not Nobel Nobel Peace Prize winners. No, <laughs> they're not gonna. Tiafimo Lopez is not gonna cure cancer. No, <laughs> Tiafimo Lopez is not gonna find the cure AIDS. 
Teal Beam Lopez will knock you the fuck out, but he's not going to find the fucking equation to land us in Mars, right? You know what I mean? So can we stop holding athletes to the standard of fucking, like, they're geniuses? They're I agree. Fucking, no, I they're, fucking agree. They're fucking, half of these guys don't even know how to fucking read, man. <laughs> so many headshots, man. So many headshots. Half of these guys don't know how to fucking count. <laughs> and we're like, I don't know. You know. I don't want to say anymore. I, know, I, I totally get you. And, you know, and, and before we, we mentioned of the announcement they made just right now recently, because there were two other topics I just saw, but I, I had to mention, of course, um, here, this one, this one I hear is pretty interesting right here. What do you think of Tyson Fury that he brought Gerald Miller, big baby Miller, you know, to his training camp as a, you know, as, as a sparring partner? First of all, big baby Miller doesn't pack the punch, but I think he brought him because of the size. The size, huh? It's compact. You know, makes sense. And they're saying apparently, I think his, uh, he's coming back apparently. You know, well, he gets his license back very soon. <laughs> so yeah, I don't care. I don't know if he. Can. I, I was about to say I don't know if anybody. Can. Cares. I don't care. <laughs> he got suspended in what 2019, I believe, for taking steroids that he uses. He said it was dick pills. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I don't care. All right, and then the other one. Give two course. shits about that guy. <laughs> two shits about him. He's a big fat baby. Who's on? <laughs> Come on, get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. So I'm sure everyone has have heard of, of course, uh, Tank Davis. Um, this is his last fight, basically with Mayweather Promotions. Yeah. And, you know, he made the comment saying that this is why they have me fight with this fucking clown, because this is it for Mayweather Promotions. Uh, of course, they asked Floyd Mayweather about it. Floyd's response was, nothing lasts forever. I will always love Tank. He has to do what's best for him. I feel like I've done a great job thus far building him and putting him in great fights. I'm proud of him. People need to stop taking word, their words literal. Um Tank Davis's trainer came out on a podcast and he said, Look, do they disagree? Yes. Yeah. But they're not breaking up. No. They're, he's not leaving Mayweather promotions. Tank just wants his own thing. And I think it might be like a co promotion. Like, you know, they might help Tank build his own promotion, like how Mayweather used Golden Boy. Yeah, he, he might, he might, he might that. do that. Uh, you what? know. Again, stop taking fighters' words <laughs> literal, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and, of course, this, 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 these are the Mayweather haters. They're like, oh, fuck yeah, he's leaving them, man. Right? He's fucking leaving them. Yeah, you know, you yeah. fucking garbage. <laughs> <laughs> fucking garbage promoter. Of course, some are saying, wait, wait, what does that mean? Is he just leaving Mayweather promotions? He's staying with Al Heyman? Is he also leaving Al Heyman? Al Heyman is a manager, I not know, a right? promoter. <laughs> I think people forget that. He's a fucking manager, man. <laughs> the fuck? This guy brokers the deals. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's not a fucking promoter. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm yelling, but fuck. <laughs> but still, everyone's always asking that. Like, is he, wait, wait, is he no longer with Al? I, this is my question. Why does so many people hate Al fucking Heyman, dude? I don't, I don't know. Why the fuck do they hate this Bob guy? Bob Arum is a garbage. Bob, Bob Arum has been accused of being a racist. Yep. Bob Arum has been accused of fucking ripping fighters off for the last 40 fucking years, man. <laughs> Don King ripped off Julio Cesar Chavez and Mike fucking Tyson. 
Mike Tyson literally had to do a stand-up show for two fucking years to pay back the IRS. Which was a very good stand-up, by the way. Very good. Felix Trinidad sued Don King because he owed him money for the fucking Mayorga and Winky Wright fight. How the fuck are you out here talking shit about Al fucking Heyman, dude? Bet you glorified guys like Austin De La Hoya, a glorified coke addict. He can't even tell night and day. Eddie Hearn lies his ass off. He's like the Donald Trump, right? He's the he's the promo, he's like the the promoter. He's like Donald Trump was a promoter. Eddie Hearn is that guy. Bob Barham. Literally is accused by every single fucking fighter of cheating him. Name one fighter that has said one disparaging thing about Al Heyman. I'm not, I, I can't think of one. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck. I think that just shows how much. I don't know if I want to say the word power. This is how much power I guess he has, Al Heyman. There's nothing wrong with Al Heyman. What he's doing is right. I think we just piss off all the promoters because they're they're seeing how fucking good he's moving this. If you want to say he's moving the system, Dick, look, boxing has always been a pimp and whore business. The promoters oh, are the pimp. Yeah. The fighters are the whores. Yeah, they sadly, use yes. they use they use the fighters up to the point where they have nothing left. They throw them away for younger, fresh meat. That's yeah. what they've done. Yes. What Al Heyman has done is basically said, "No, pay these guys what they're worth." What now the the mistake that Al Heyman has done that he's out he's overpaid fighters that are not worth that type of money. <laughs> yeah. But that is not his fault. That is the networks. If you want to blame this whole fucking Mayweather era, because everyone likes to blame Mayweather, it's all they Mayweather's do. fault. He he made it about money. No. Mayweather knew what he was worth, and he said, You want me? Pay me this much. If Showtime didn't think he was worth that money, they wouldn't have fucking paid him. They it. wouldn't have. Okay. Same thing with Canelo. Canelo said, I'm worth this much. The zone said, Yes, you are. Here's your money. Yeah. If they didn't think he was worth that much, they wouldn't have fucking paid it. If you want to blame the the landscape of the pay structure and why we're paying 80 fucking dollars on money mm-hmm. on pay-per-views, yeah. why we're not getting the best for the best because everyone's talking about purses. Blame the fucking networks. Blame Thriller. Blame ESPN. Blame the zone. Blame HBO. Blame Showtime. CBS, NBC, ABC, blame those guys. They were the ones that picked and choose what fighter was going to get paid the most. Yeah. You don't believe me? Ask Marvin. Well, he's dead. Ask and look, <laughs> look, Marvin Hagler. Oh, look yeah. up Marvin Hagler. Yeah. Marvin Hagler is considered maybe one of the best fighters in the 80s, a top four, four horsemen. Yeah, definitely. That guy was that guy was considered get surprising. A boring fighter to the networks. Yeah, he was. The point, the to the point that networks refused to call him Marvelous Marvin Hagler. So he had to legally change his fucking name to Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and he had to force himself to the network's throat. Bernard Hopkins did it for years. Yeah. Forced himself down the throats of HBO. If you wanna, if you people are quick to wanna blame Al Heyman. Al Heyman, all he did was. Sucker the networks to cough yeah. up money. Yeah. For guys like Broner, for guys like Chavez, for guys that are worth shit. Don't blame Al. Al was paid to make you money. Yeah. It's like me blaming my realtor for buying a house way below market value. Am I going to blame my Are you going to blame my realtor? My realtor did his job. I told him, find me a house. I, this is the price that I wanted. Find it. He found me this house, and it was below market value. I paid less than what the house was worth. <laughs> 
So should we should we blame saying he's a shitty fucking manager agent? No, he did what his job was. Yeah. Al Heyman's job is to find you the best money possible. It is not his fault that ESPN, The Zone, Thriller, HBO at that time, and Showtime paid a large sum of money for fighters. It is not his fault. Yeah. Blame the networks. The networks are trying to. The networks are the ones that are out here overpaying for shit that they shouldn't. And the fans are just stupid enough to pay it. True. Simple as that. No, it's very true. Very, very true. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I, I, I hate it when it goes out. Heyman, Heyman's a bad. No, Al Heyman. <laughs> no, you're cancer because he's fucking your money. Yeah. Because when people realize, Terrence Crawford realized it after the fucking Sean Porter fight. I'm getting fucked. <laughs> Sadly, took him that long, but yeah. I'm getting fucked. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm I'm making I'm making chump change compared with the fuck Sean's making out here. What oh. you brought up that's that that's that just reminding me as well with Crawford. Apparently, you know Crawford says he has two two more fights at welterweight. He said, "I believe that." And if you know, and if of course he's not if he's not going to get especially the Spence fight, that's it. He says he's moving up to one fifty four. Then fight fight Thurman one fight and then wait for the winner of, of Spence Thurman. Uh, uh, yeah, Ugas. I totally agree. But that's what uh, so far Crawford has said. He says he has two more fights at welterweight. I believe Spence says he's even Spence said he should have moved up to one fifty four a while ago. Well, no, exactly. And I think Spence, of course, of course, he was asked that, and I, and I felt his answers were the same. Of course, we want to make that fight happen. He says. Let me ask you this question. Yeah. Would you be sad if this fight doesn't happen at welterweight, but happens at super welterweight instead? No. You, you just want to see the fight. I want to see the fight exactly. Same here. I was. I love to see the fight. I would love to see. I'll, I'll be a little tiny, just a point, just a little tiny, because it's not for the undisputed. I give a shit about the. Belt. You know, I'll say that. Just a little tiny disappointed, but I love to see the fight. Just the idea is, is for the actual, you know, the undisputed. Who is the man in that division? Yeah, I would love that. Okay. Now, it was announced today, and I remember you said, <laughs> "Thankfully, it was announced last week." <laughs> Lucky. It's announced now. It is official. This came from the top rank, right? Top rank Instagram page. It's set. Ambrosius versus David Haney, June 5th. and Well, June 5th here in the U.S., but of course the fight will take place. I'm sorry, June 4th here in the U.S., but Sunday, June 5th in Australia. And the uh, I think it's called the Mar- Marvel Stadium. Melbourne, Australia. It is official for the undisputed belt. Yeah. Done seal. It is done. Even though Caboto was saying that he was fighting, that uh, Devin Haney signed a fake signature? Yeah, apparently, yeah. He apparently signed a fake one. How come you don't call him crazy then? Uh, ah, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> you know that signing with a fake signature? That's not even British. That's not even British. <laughs> Oi, signing with a fake signature. Wow, wow, wow. Hey, man, fuck it. You got the job. Dude. We finally get the fight. It's finally going to happen now in June. Finally. Fucking finally. Thank I mean, you, Russia, Ukrainian war. That is so no. No? <laughs> Damn. Let's be honest. This fight would not happen if it wasn't for this war. I was going to mention something like that, but the way, uh, not the way you said it. But yeah, you're right. You're right. Look at that. The fight would have not happened because originally it looked like it was leaning towards Lomachenko. It was going to be a Lomachenko fight. But with the war happening, Lomachenko said, nope, I got my shit going on over here. David Haney stepped in. You know why they were saying that Cambozos was like so dead set of fighting Lomachenko? Why? Because uh, Cambosa kept saying that he kept training with Manny Pacquiao for so many. That's right, he did say so that. So he got. I'm used to fighting someone smaller, compact that it goes yep. moves in and out. So that style would have suited me for me because I did well against yep. Manny, and a guy like Devin Haney, slick boxer, counter puncher. You know, I'm gonna have to work my way to get in there, 
and he's kind of rough and tough. Yep. You know, he showed in the last fight against Diaz. He's a tough fighter. He can fight. He can fight a rough and tough fight. Yeah. Um, I agree. But it happened finally. But the fight got signed, sealed, and delivered. But let's get into the details of it. Of course. This wasn't easy for Haney. So Haney had to literally get. This is, this is where you got to give Haney credit. Yeah. And to me, this is where Haney literally set, sets himself aside uh, from Tank, from Ryan, from Teal. He literally left the comforts of the zone. He did. And signed a three-fight contract co-promoted by Lou DiBello, top rank. So the details is this. First fight is in Melbourne, Australia. If Devin Haney wins... He has to give uh, Camboza the rematch in Australia again. And if he's able to win the second fight, mm-hmm. he then fights Vasily Lomachenko. Yep. Cam- um, Devin Haney even said, I took less money for this fight. He did. He was quoted saying, I'm taking a lot of less money than what I should be making. It's about my name being in the history books, he goes. Can't be the money man without going through the pretty boy stage. When I get the belts, then I can write my own checks. What he said. Even, uh, you know who another person said that he's taking less money for this fight? Who who is? Shakur. Really? Shakur even said he's taking less money for this fucking Valdez fight just to get Valdez in the ring so he can get get him out of there so he can dictate the pace now. Wow. This This is what it's all about. Yeah, it is. That's what it's about. But you think that, okay, let's just say for, I don't know, this is what in my mind I'm going through. Okay, let's just say Haney wins his fight. Okay. I mean, would, I mean, would, would he really give him a rematch? I don't think Haney has that much time in 135. He, I don't will know. Will he be like, I'm sorry, uh, that's it? I can't make it? You move up? I don't know if there will be a, a time, some sort of dispute there. Will there be a problem? Breach of contract? Like, I wonder that. Because I, mean, I agree with you where he's done at 135. I think he's done. He's done. He's been done for a while. Um, That's what I'm curious about. That's what I'm curious about. I don't know. I think, uh, to me, he's done. He's been done at 135. I, the last fight showed it to me. What fight? I think, maybe, I think you said it. What fight did you feel like? He should have left. The uh, the DS fight. The oh okay, this last fight. All right. This DS fight showed me like he's done. Um, yeah. but that's what I'm thinking too. Like if he wins, like will he own up to that rematch? What he was, I'm sorry, that's it. I'm moving up. You want to fight me? Fight me again at, at 140. Catch weight. Catch weight. I think he. If I'm if I'm him, I'd be, I'd dump the belts too after this. Right. How dump the belts? Fuck your contract. I'm dumping the belts. Right. <laughs> You know, but yeah, because I've been meaning to ask that. Like, the fuck, you think about that? Because I mean, I, I would, I would do the same thing too. I'm pretty sure. From what I heard, this kid doesn't drink. He doesn't smoke. No, he gym rat. Yeah, keeps his shape. You know, his body is growing. So, I to me, this is this is a this is a tough fight for both guys. It really is, <coughs> because George Campos is going to another tough fight. Yeah, whether you like it or uh, whether you don't want to hear it or not, Haney's a tough fight. It is. And for Haney, Haney's gone back to back to back fights. He has, actually. Against high caliber fighters. And each fight, he's been shown a little bit of vulnerability. But I think, it's, beca- it, but I think it's not because of the skill level. I think it's because of him having to cut the weight. Really? I think if you watch Haney uh, early on, he was explosive at 135. 
he's been less explosive. Now the competition he's fought is a little bit better than he fought before, but yeah. he's less explosive. And if you notice, he's starting to he started to dwindle down in the late rounds. Yeah, I that's the re- that's the reason that. Lonars clipped him. That's the reason why Joseph Jojo Diaz yeah. was able to at least kind of push oh, him back a little bit more, wobble him a bit, wobble yeah. him a bit. He fades in the later rounds. No, I've been noticing that, and trust me, that's something that, that's been I've been. And it's not, attention. and it's not because his skills. He's, he's skillfully, he's a real good yeah. boxer. But I think going to this fight is a dangerous fight. For Cambosas, you just came off a big war with Teofimo Lopez. You came prior to that. You went to a you went a split decision war against Mickey Bay. Yeah, and now you're gonna fight Devin Haney, who has shown he's a dog. Yeah, he is. he's a dog. He really is. So it's a tough fight for both guys. But you know, I'm not gonna say I'm favoring Camboza, but I think it's a tough fight for both guys. I just think the three fight deal. I think he's chewing. He's biting more than he can chew. Yeah, in this contract. I don't know if he, there's a there's a loophole or there's a clause. If it does the does the rematch have to happen at one thirty five? Right. I don't know. I'm, maybe we'll find later on what happens. Um. But Devin Haney and you know and his and his dad, Bill Haney, believe that they can make one thirty five easily, not just once but twice, mm-hmm. not just twice but three times because he technically, you're saying you're tying this guy down to three fight deals at one thirty five because I don't. I doubt Lomachenko moves up for him. I doubt it too. Uh, I think he even said it. I think I think he said one forty is a bit is a bit too much, a bit big. So he said he was willing to go down to one thirty. He said, but of course his goal right now is to be the undisputed champ at one thirty five. He said. Yeah. So, I, so. I don't know. We'll see what the contract has for him. Yeah. So it's gonna be a very exciting fight. Yeah, really, it will be. this this is definitely be an exciting fight. Oh, I think so. Yeah, definitely. I think so. Oh, Anything man. else that no, is? No, that is it for Jesus right now, Christ, man. I feel like we went through them quick. Yeah, I know, right? So far, that's pretty much it right there. Jesus Christ. I mean, we'll see what but, happens. But, but of course, you know, I do want to mention as well, right? This is, I mean, that I, this month is kind of stacked if you think about oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's so see. Let's go, let's go right here to talk about the April's boxing schedule, okay? So right here, April 9th, right? You got... Um, Oh man, I don't know who these people are. My, you know, so sorry. Lubin versus Fundora. That's happening. Eric's a Lubin from Fundora. That's a Eric, good fight. There we go. Okay. So I know some people are excited for that one. That also, that same night, the return of Ryan Garcia. The right turn. The right turn. <laughs> Against Togo, Tagu, whatever, Togo sandwich. And, that, and also that same night, Triple G versus Moretta. All right. That's April 9th, man. Eight. <sighs> April 16th. All right, we got Ben versus uh, Van Herden. Herden, I believe. Sorry if I'm not saying it right. Yeah, you got it right. Right? And it's at, of course, I say night. The, 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 the welterweight fight, man. The unification fight. Earl Spence Jr. versus Hugo Ardini's Ugas. That's a good fight. That's a very good fucking fight. I cannot wait for that one. I'm really excited for that one. April 23rd, Tyson Fury versus Dylan White. I don't know if anyone's excited for that one. Apparently, this is the last fight, by the way, for Tyson Fury. Yeah, but, you know, his trainer came out and said, you know, Tyson, one minute says he's done. Next minute, <laughs> he says he's he's back on. You got to take what he says with a grain of salt. <laughs> and then April 30th, three fights going on. Taylor versus Serrano. Vargas versus Smith. And, of course, Valdez versus Stevenson. That one, I'm, I'm, I'm also excited as well. That's a good fight. Stevenson versus Valdez. So, this month is pretty stacked right now. Can't wait. Cannot wait for this month. I'm sorry, next month. <laughs> well, technically, we're recording the last week. Yeah, exactly. Last day of the month. It's April. I can't wait for April. Exactly. So I just say, can't wait for this month. Exactly. Can't wait for this month. 
Damn. Yeah, because technically this episode comes out tomorrow. So technically this yep. month. Exactly. Yep. So I can't wait for that one. By the way, um, I don't know if anyone saw the uh, teaser for episode one of All Axes, Spence versus Ugas. Pretty it's interesting. Out? It's already out the teaser. It's a three-minute teaser oh. on YouTube. Check that out. I saw it today. It was really, really good. Yeah, check it out. Yeah, check it out. So well, well, right now we're watching the open workout he did. The workout, exactly. He looks great. He looks, he looks amazing. So, yeah. It's, uh, I don't think, I think they said, uh, I could be wrong, maybe a three-part series, maybe two-part, but it's premiered this Saturday. Two. Probably two, huh? Yeah. Two. Because this, if it's this Saturday, next Saturday, and then the following Saturday is a go. fight. So, yeah, I didn't check, but yeah, the, the teasers are already out. Well, technically three, because you know, you look at the epilogue is the next one. That's so. true, the epilogue. So that's it's, right. it's, it's a three-parter. Yep. But all right, then, ladies and gentlemen, we're done. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our uh, Instagram channel at the JMBA Boxing Podcast. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. It helps with the visibility of tonight's episode. It keeps the lights on for us. Don't forget to buy some merch. Uh, we're coming out with the tank tops. I even know it's gloomy out here. It's going to start getting hot. And you guys are going to want to work out with some nice, comfortable tank tops. I do it all the time this summer. That's why I'm rocking. That's why I'm working out to rock that body with the new tank tops. Yeah. Uh, don't forget to hit up our sponsors, Happy Hour Vitamins. If you guys are drinking this weekend and don't want to wake up with a hangover, hit up my boy, HappyHourVitamins.com. Enter promo code RAMBLING. Get 25% off all 12 packs to 50 packets. Also, if you guys are not into uh, curing the hangover but continuing the party going, hit up my boys Quality for Quantity Farms. They got the best cannabis-infused items like coffee, cream, candy, joints, CBD oils, everything you want, all in one place with Quality over QuantityFarms.com. Enter promo code CULTLEADER. Get 25% off anything in the store. Once again, HappyHourVitamins.com, 25% off. Enter promo code RAMBLING, quality over quantity farms, promo code cult leader, 25% off. Other than that, enjoy your weekends. We'll be back next week yep. to give a prediction for the Ranker Sea fight, right? Yep. The right turn. The right turn. <laughs> Ladies, guys. Ladies, everybody. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. This is all I got. This is all I got.